Welcome, everybody, once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. <clears throat> Bite my tongue for no one. I am Kevin Shio, coming to you, as always, with my good friend... Richard Vasquez. Joining us today, we'll have a special guest uh, in a few minutes, so hang in there. I want to say, so Kevin doesn't like us sitting next to each other, because the reason why we have to do this is because uh, we're, ha- we're going to have a guest on, and you can't see us if we're at the end of the table. But I want to say, I think it looks better this way, dude. I don't. Okay. Uh, I do like your nifty um, uh, shirt. If you like to promote, uh, promo it. You do like the, this. Is the official? If I said it, I meant it. Podcast shirt. We've got our. It looks like you made it in East LA. Fancy logo, and uh, on the side here, it's got at I meant it podcast. So if anybody's wondering where you can find us, uh, yeah, you can find us at I meant it podcast. And then on the back, is that your butthole? See it. It actually says I meant to. I, I see he's just joining out, so let me see if he's requested us. Give me a second. So, I like it, dude. It looks good. Yes. By the way, I did make it in East L.A. We're, we're at that point. We, All right, so let's go ahead and view him. Go live with him. I'm going to laugh if they, uh, if they condense the screen and we could sit on opposite sides. Uh, we're just waiting for him. No, I think I'm telling you. See, no? Hey, oh, cool, yeah. You gotta flip your camera, dude. Flip it. Davey SD one two three. You gotta flip your camera. There you go. No, no, no. Like, like, like sideways. Oh, there you go. If your portrait go landscape, if your landscape, yeah, a little bit. Go portrait. But I will say, Rich, you're right. I mean, oh, the lighting there. It's all good. It's all good. What's up, man? Nothing much. Just uh, finished up with my day. And uh, that's it. <laughs> what does your day consist of? Scoot a little closer to me. I feel like oh, I feel like you're falling I out actually, of the picture. Am I too far from you? Today I actually I actually was on a, had an interview with a Ten News San Diego about uh, the San Diego housing crisis, and uh, told them a little bit about me selling my unit out here in San Diego due to just uh, the prices and going up to Northern California to live within my means and just kind of rebuild a little bit, but uh, not stay out here and stay in the stress and the hustle and bustle, just kind of give it up for a few months or a few years and see where the simple life takes me. So that was a pretty good interview today doing, and they did a little shout out for my uh, mo- uh, mobile detail business. So um, it was a pretty eventful day. I mean, that's kind of a day in the life of me, it's just an entrepreneur that does uh, multiple projects. So, so I, 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 do, I, I do want to note Sorry. that although it was a very adventurous day, um, this is the pinnacle of your day talking to us. The news, is, the, <clears throat> the news is down here and we're up here. So uh, although the news was very important, talking to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast is much more important. Yeah, I would say that the news changes daily. 
Whereas you well, only yeah, get the I, podcast all... once a week. I'm just kidding, man. I'm the just new, kidding. I get it. The news the is a big deal. The, the news is all fake news anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, it's not, I don't follow any of that stuff. It was just uh, surprising to actually come across to do an event like that. I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV. I don't do any of that nonsense. All right. what, okay. is the, what, what is going on with the housing crisis down in San Diego? Because, I mean, we're not far, but it's definitely not... Uh, <laughs> It's the it's the third most expensive county uh, in the state, and uh, what's happening is uh, that for renters, I wasn't a renter, I was a homeowner, but uh, for renters, they uh, big business guys come in and they take the little guy out, and the tenants that have been there for ten plus years, twenty years, uh, get you know kicked out unfortunately because they can't uh, afford the rent of the whatever the new tenant you know the new owners uh decide to raise the rent so it turns to like people living in their cars you know people ending up in shelters and so on and so forth when i was when i was in san diego for for uh uh for my training um there was a why there was tons of homeless people out there it was actually kind of disturbing now uh, David, you said you're originally from LA area, He's Pico, from Pico, right? Correct. Would I'm originally, you yeah. would you say that the it's better or worse in San Diego than it is here in Southern California, in LA area, or about the same? As in, we're talking Unemploy- the homeless situation, uh, the, or yeah, homeless in general, in general. The, the homeless situation, the housing situation. Uh, What's your views on? comparing the two i mean san diego is a beautiful place i've been here since 2002 and i uh if we talk homeless that's that's unfortunately everywhere you know i i I go all the way up to northern california you see it there you go i go out to colorado and you see it there that's just that's that's pretty much everywhere i think but as in for san diego and worse than la i would say it's the same because it's pretty much all it's like I said, it's all over California. No matter where you go now, you can't get away from the homeless people. Like back when we were younger, you would see a homeless person very seldomly, you know. And now it's just they're kind of all over. Yeah, I was, you, I was yeah. probably I was probably related to them, so it wasn't a big deal. Right. I mean, we all. I mean, <laughs> we're full grown adults now. No, I'm sure. I mean, it's not a joke. You know, some people have been there. Some people are there. You know, and it's just you don't make it a full a full blown. Uh, lifestyle you know david what made you leave uh, i keep calling it southern california yeah, he's but in, san he's, diego he's the is southerner southernerist he's the southernerist the furthest of the southern the, the, the most southernest right i don't fucking know like no, a, yeah what made LA? you leave pico and go to san diego nothing made me leave i just always knew that i was gonna go someplace other i didn't actually know where Mm. and uh it happened just to be san diego when i was 19 years old back in 2002 or 2003 to be exact and i uh i just i made a life for myself you know it wasn't easy i've only been home back to la living with my parents once and that was for 30 days out of these 20 years and I've managed to do, it hasn't been easy, you know, of course, nothing's easy. The easy route is not what anybody really wants. It's, I mean, that's what everybody wants, but that's actually not the best route. Well, it's, it's funny that, struggle. that you're bringing this up because I'm in the, I'm in the, I guess, motion of possibly selling my house. 
Um, it's the for, most motion you do. Yeah, well, you know, I, well, I only day. know one motion. It's yeah. like behind, hand behind my back. Mm. You got to drip a little sweat, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm in the process of selling my house uh, myself. And I'm kind of doing it because I feel like it's at the height of the market. And I kind of want to just cash out. And then maybe right. buy, you know, next year or whatever. And I'm going to kind of go through what you're talking about as I might have to live with my mom for 30 days two months, three months until I find something that, I mean, I could obviously get a, a apartment, but like you never know when, when, when it's going to close, when, when the escrow is going to close. So I can't really say like, Oh, I'm going to be in somewhere at a certain time. So I, I'm, I'm kind of interested on how that's going to go. Um, you know, like you said, like, these, these, these things aren't easy and you know, you got to do what you got to do. And I mean, I don't know, whatever. I, I'm not worried about it. Plus but. you pay so much more when you go month to month on, any type of like apartment. My apartment in Long Beach was month to month, and it wasn't that much. And I wish that shit was still open because I wish we kept that going because it was awesome. Well, I mean, once where you're up I, for a, where I, Long Beach was it off of Sixth Street, at like uh, in Pine, like kind of near, like there was a Gold Gym. The uh, uh, what is it called? Hamburger Mary's was right there. Um, oh no! Yeah, it there was, was the ocean. Nice. Yeah, it was a good area. Right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was only a thousand bucks too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we should have kept so, it going. So what's, the, okay, so, so what's the cost of living like down there? It's pretty much the same, right? For like a two bedroom, it's two grand. It's a thousand dollars a room, pretty much, correct? <sighs> yeah, I think maybe a little more. Um, cause like I got comps, not comps, but like I talked to um, our friend Marco. His his fiance is a uh, God. I can't think of what it's called. Real estate agent? No, no, no. Uh, property manager. Ah. And uh, she said that I can get anywhere from twenty two to twenty five hundred bucks for my place, and it's a two bedroom, two and a half bath. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean it's close. I mean it's not not that far off. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much any uh, unless you go like way up to. I mean, even in North Eureka, where I'm looking, it's pretty much the same still. That's crazy, right? Uh, there ain't shit out there besides weed. Maybe that's why, though. It's weed money. Mm. Instead of the tech area, like the Bay Area is called tech area, yeah. it's going to be the weed area. You got wine country, you got weed country. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, always... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. Are you a big smoker? Is that why you want to move out there? So, uh, yeah, I use it uh, daily for medical, you know, cannabis. Um, don't worry, the, the government's not listening. Don't worry about it. I mean, they are. They just I mean, don't give a I'm shit. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't fear the government. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I do smoke a lot, but I just uh, up there is there's a lot of job opportunities in that industry if you're looking to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I, I could only imagine. It's a good like side to get in on the side and make a little bit of a couple hundred bucks. They say that's like the best place to fucking grow weed, and I I've been hearing that since I was like thirteen. You agree? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it really is the combination of the temperature, moisture, moisture yeah soil from the volcanic eruptions in the past i mean i could get into the yeah. nerdy aspect of it but yeah it's 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 yeah i dumped. have a my land my land people have a farm a grow out there that's originally how i met the people uh, out in northern california do you see the price of weed dropping now that it's become legalized what was that do you see the prices of weed dropping now that it's become oh, legalized. Yeah, yeah it, it already has because uh, there's just so much of it growing up there now. And don't you think that that will cut into some of the profit margins of some of these growers? To 
if you're if, if you've gone all legal, if you become if you're legalized up there to grow and you get all licensed, then the profit is not there's not very much profit. But if you stay outlaw and you continue you continue doing your thing, but now you're outlaw, there is profit still. You know, I'm sure there's profit shipping it down here though, right? I mean, because they're able to charge because what they charge. I'm, the pounds, I mean, they go for they go for way less than what they originally go for back in the day, you know. When are they going to start so, growing roofies again? That's that's the one that I want to do. Dude, I think I got roofied the other day. Really? Again? Oh well, no, no, it was somebody else. One of our other friends got. No, roofied. I got a funny meme today though. It said it's like, dude, I think I got roofied last night. And he's like, really? Our bill was one hundred and forty dollars each. I don't think we got roofied. I think we just got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, hey, Dave. Um, no you had you had wrote something to me while we were setting this up about transforming. So I wanted you to kind of detail that because I didn't know exactly what you meant by that. I wanted to talk to you about it, but I wanted you, uh, now that we're on, I guess, just explain what you meant by that. Yeah, so I just uh, went on this, you can call it a spiritual path, whatever it is, an awakening. Um, it started in 2016. Uh, before. I, I come from a broken home, like somewhat, I don't know everyone, but most of us do. And uh, I've turned all that around and kind of worked, not kind of, I've worked through it and accepted everything and don't really hold anyone accountable for it, which most people, most children our age, our age do, they hold it uh, against their parents still. Well, you've got to like, you know, break through all that. And once you accept all that, then it's kind of like a healing process within. So I gave up everything of the world. I gave up the drinking. No, I mean, I still know how to enjoy a beer, you know, but I know what I like now as in just going out, just partying, doing drugs, doing everything of, I guess you would call the world. So I changed my diet. I went holistic living and through that process, I now guide other people onto the path that I'm on. So whatever, whether it's nutrition, whether they need help spiritually or some kind of guidance, that's another project that I do as a life coach. So that all just, how that little gig started is just people seeing me and noticing the change, whether it's someone from, I mean, high school, I've known since fourth grade telling me and literally telling my mom there's been like a transformation every time I see him, he's different. And it's just funny to me because all I did was just work and accepted myself. You know what I mean? And just kind of, it's not a whole God thing. It's just being within, you know, I, I, I'm at that weekend when I sent you that text about transformation was I was in Palm Springs and I was telling a, a fellow about my, my story a little bit. And he was like, Oh wow, you totally like transformed. And that word just stuck to me. And I was like, wow, I mean, I guess if that's what you call it, because I don't go around telling people, you know, I don't have an ego anymore. So where I go tell people, you know, oh, I've changed, I've changed. So if people are coming to me and telling me or they're coming ask, coming and asking me, how do I get on to whatever you're doing? So now, the, the important sorry, part, that, though, is that was a lot that, to unpack right there. Um, I know, I know. I, I, I'm, uh, I talk a lot. I... No, 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 no. It's no. fine, it's fine, it's fine. Dave, no, no. The, the important part, and, and I think what you're missing, is that there's a dog behind you, and the dog needs a little bit of, of loving. air time. So 
What's the dog's name? What type of dog? My, oh. And can I have it? <laughs> um, but this transformation, can you speak more on some of the specifics as far as what it entailed, what you did, and what others can emulate to find that piece that you had? So we'll just sum it up, and this is his latest testimony I go. So in 2016, I went uh, up to Eureka, Northern California, and something struck me. And ever since then, I've been trying to get back up there. So my grandmother, which was the lady that raised me, was still on this earth at that time. So I came back and told her this was September 26th, that weekend of 2016. And I came back and I told my grandmother, hey, I want to I want to move up to this place, you know. But I didn't know that something why, but something within just was like, that's it. You got to come back and live up here. It was the woods. It was, I don't know, you could go on and on, the ocean, the air, all these different things. But I came back and told my grandmother and she was like, well, what about me? So little did I know that she was only going to live like six months, you know, six months. So I kind of, you know, left it at that uh, September, October, November, December, April, my 2017, my grandmother passed. So she went in for a four hour surgery at USC out there in LA for to remove a little small cyst of a cancer cells while they opened it up and the cancer has spread. So her four-hour surgery turned into literally seven days of death. So when I say that is she died for seven days without her knowing. She never knew herself that she was dying. So watching a loved one experience that can be shocking. So I didn't know at that time but I guess it's still the spirituality or whatever the within. I came home and sort of crying and crying at night. I started doing research on reincarnation. So it was like the sixth day and uh, it was time to check out. They were going to take my grandmother home back to Pico and let her do her thing there. So I uh, told my grandmother, I would let her know, hey, this is what's happening. You're you're dying. You're going to go see your husband and so on and so forth. Well, we did an energy exchange where I told her, as in my grandmother, to take some of me with her and for, for her to give me her love, joy, and peace and whatever the good Catholic lady had, you know? So took that, and little did I know, that I guess this is not, I guess, that is a real thing because I came home, did research, read my book, got online and so on and so forth. Well, about 30 days went by and, uh, well, 30 days, six months, I was lost. And this is where they say death either makes or breaks someone. And it literally broke me for six months. Was not sure on what, you know, how to operate, but... I have a spiritual tribe out here in San Diego, which are just like-minded others like me. And my soul sister had recommended, what if I go back with, because I'm in touch with my grandmother, like spirits and angels, if I go back and go back and ask my grandmother for some of me back. So I did during a meditation one day, 
and I turned into this guy. Now, do you feel a bit like an Indian giver that you gave her some of you and then asked for it back? No, it was just that we had to, the transition is, is she, I mean, when she left, she took me. So then I, once I asked for it back, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't think of it as an Indian giver without the good way of thinking of it, but I, it was just. But I also want to note that's a very politi- politically incorrect way of thinking of saying it, though. All right, is there a is there a spiritual fu- debt collection? Company no, I don't know. I'm just saying. Back? Like, I, I mean, just, you tell me. I just you can't sit Indian style anymore, so I just don't think you can say Indian giver. I don't know. I'm right. just saying it's funny. I don't know. It was just funny. You made me laugh when you said that. Native American giver? No, I, I, I finished, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. You, you you've been so, on our podcast. You know we just say shit out of nowhere. So we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not it's free talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just a guest, so the questions come. The you guys, yeah. It, it, I understand how it goes. So, yeah. So that was it. So I came back to this person, and then I went up to Northern California in 2017. Went on a tram and did my thing and met my people up there. And ever since then, I've been so, going back and forth. And now it's time to turn it into full-time living. Okay. So all I, going back. Go ahead. So I have a question and this is me being like devil's advocate or whatever you want to call That's it. That's politically incorrect. It's not non God advocate. So the opposite of Jesus. Advocate. No, no, that's anti-Semitic. <laughs> but we are God. You know that, right? And look at, I'll, I'll tell you something crazy where they tell people and they freak out. So, we are God's children, they say, right? And he's the creator of everybody. So there is only one God. There's a, even if it's Buddha or people who have a witness or whatever they do, there's only one God. Even Jesus Christ is the son of God. So there's only one God. But don't forget, he's within. And how, you can, how I can back that is because, duh, we're his children, right? So there's some part of him within us. It's up to us how much you want to let him shine, you know, okay, but so, we get to- so, so what I, I guess what I was getting at with, with what you were saying earlier about like, uh, wanting to ask for some of you back and like how you felt when she passed and all like in my mind, what the way I'm thinking about it, it's just, it's a, a, a state of mind. Like it's, it's whatever your mindset is in that moment. Now I'm not disputing what you felt. I'm not disputing you, what you went through, you know, everybody deals with things differently, and I'm not here to discount that. But that's the kind of things that go through my mind is like a lot a lot of things can happen a certain way if you just put your mind in that in that threshold or you put it in that direction. So I mean I've had people pass away in my in my life, obviously, you know, we're at that age now where that happens a lot more often than than maybe when we were younger. Um and I just feel like a lot of that has to do with how your mindset is going into it. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to argue this because it, it, this is all personal feeling, you know, but that's just my mindset from what you said. And that's what I'm thinking of after the, the, the I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, information. Yeah, the information you gave us. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it's different for everyone, you know. I mean, to say most people, they're freaked out about death, correct? Yeah, for sure. But why, though? Because the only reason why people, do, people don't want to die is because 
what do they say? They're afraid they're going to go. They don't know where they're going to go or they're afraid if they're going to go to heaven or hell, you know? You know, Dave, so then, for, for somebody who's been around, um, hold on one second. Rich, you may have to use the flask also, apparently. Oh, yeah. Take the top off the bottle before you pour the liquor. It usually helps. What are you guys drinking? Uh, I drink seven and seven, and um, Richard drinks Jameson, Jameson and Similac. And, oh, but um, I like a good IPA. Okay, I want to get back to that because, and and I'll we'll circle back with the the drinking and cleaning and and how you I guess cleans your your spirit up. But one of the things that you mentioned is is that you know people deal with death so so poorly. Um, one of the things that I've always noticed growing up going to church is that. Typically, whatever you believe helps people pass out of this life more easily. So if I've noticed that the people who tend to believe there's an afterlife, whether it be heaven, reincarnation, whatever it might be, those people tend to pass from this life much easier in, an, in a much more uh, comforting fashion. Um, do you believe that your grandmother's passing was easier because she was not awake during it? Or do you think it was because of her beliefs? Or do you think maybe you handled it in a, in a more balanced fashion because of your research and beliefs? Okay, repeat it. Just the end again. I missed the end of it. I, do you think it, it your grandmother's passing was easier to deal with or more difficult to deal with because of her beliefs, your beliefs, and everybody's individual viewpoint on death? So I wouldn't say it was easier to deal with, but it was for my family. They're Catholic, so it was they still don't understand it till this day, or uh, it's unbelievable, I guess, for them, you know, if you were to ask them. But it's more understanding, I guess, when you've accepted it, you know. And when I was already, I, I was already on to the path. So then I, it was a little, yeah, I guess easier, you know. The accepting Dave, was a little. Go ahead, Dave. Can you elaborate more on? what it feels like to transfer your, your I, I don't want to say being, but Energy. who you are to somebody and then have them transfer some of them into you and then to get it back. What, as best you can, describe that feeling. So... Is it a feeling that you get at that time, or is it something that develops? No. I, okay, so at the time, I guess you would call it, as we were transitioning, um, I felt good. But then once I started noticing, that was only maybe for about, uh, we can even say just a week. But once that little, I guess, like honeymoon phase went away, the reality kicked in and it was the part of me was gone. And then that's when it lasted for six months. So okay, to play devil's advocate. Okay. It, it, it and forgive me, it's an interview. And so I'm yeah, going yeah, to yeah. ask 
you know, uh, I don't want it to Heart, say hardening uh, questions. Well, I, I, I don't know, want we, this we, to come we, off as insulting. We went to school for this, so obviously we're reporters. I went to a school. I went to El Rancho, the same school you went to. Um, <laughs> could the could you say that the part of you that was missing be the fact that your grandmother, who was close to you, passed away, and that was what was missing, not necessarily part of you? Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, so it could have been so within those six months, I was missing just the daily routine of of what, whether it was calling her every day or yeah, of a loved or, one, basically a new yeah. routine in your life. So then, in the six months, that's when I came back to reality. I've never thought of it that way. I'm, an, you know, I keep an open mind, and you know, and I'm not trying to undermine beliefs or anything. I, it, it's just, hey, belief beliefs get you through a lot of things. I it mean, does. I, I, no, I don't, no, it, yeah. There, there's. I mean, back in the day, people used to believe in like not necessarily gods like that, but like, you know, yeah. like Thor, like whatever, those kind of gods, you uh -huh. mean like, and sometimes that makes you sleep better at night. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's okay. What? I didn't say it was a bad, I was just asking a hard hitting question. That's why we get paid the big bucks, man. It's true. It's true. I, I remember at my, yeah, it's, it's, just, Go ahead. it's just from a different, it's just, your question was just from a different perspective. Viewpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is that's fine. Everybody has their own. That's part, you know. That's part of going around telling your testimony. Not everybody's going to agree with it. You know what I mean? Not everybody's always on the same page of whoever is the boy, the one going around talking and giving his testimony. If you're going to go around preaching about it, you know what I mean. You have to be around, be ready to accept different, different, uh, you know, responses. So so one of the things I just say I don't want to say one of the things that interests me because that's that's me. <laughs> but one of the things that you said that definitely correlates with caught your attention, caught my attention. Yeah, because I, I felt like if I said it interests me, that means mm. the other stuff didn't interest me, but no, it did. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not not but like that. Not like something that. Dave said that stood out to you. Yeah, I got to work on this apparently. Um, <laughs> was like how you said you moved and and how um, like you started a business and and just I don't know like. That to me was very, uh, like intriguing. It was, it, I, I, so I want you to like kind of. I'm sorry, I don't mean to switch subject with that, but like, because you know, I like to hear about the regs of riches. I'm not saying you're rich, but or maybe you are. I don't fucking know. Um, no, 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 but, no, no, no. Now it's within. Before I used to try. That was before when I had the ego. I wanted the car, the house, and all that stuff. But yeah. Now it's different. Yeah, and 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 I'm interested in that, like, because. I can give you a background of myself. Like I've had this conversation with Kevin and multiple, multiple friends. Like you always had this idea of like certain dollar amounts you want to make certain things you want to have. I guess the ego, as you call it, like, you know, and my, in my mind, once I achieved that stuff, then I had a new goal. You know what I mean? And then it was like, okay, like I, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to really stop. Like I want to keep going and moving, you know, upward and whatnot. So like, I'm kind of interested on, First off, how you got to where you wanted and then how you decided to kind of just like shift direction. Shift. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so, uh, well, by trade, I am a mobile, automobile detailer, which is perfectionist mobile detailer. Promote it, promote um, it. Say it again. Per, it's perfectionist mobile details. Where so can they find you? 
perfectionist Dave Rocha on Instagram. Hit him or up. DVS, DVSD123 also on Instagram. Um, we, uh, I have been doing this since I was 14 years old. So there's people we went to high school with, dude. And I used to, uh, because I, like I said, we, I came from a broken home. So instead of walking home from school, uh, I don't know, there's people from high school that their moms would give me a ride home and then I would wash their mom's car and for trade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Barter. So, so that was just my thing. And then they would, you know, I would have dinner and so on and so forth. So, I turned that into a business and that's what I, that's what I do now. And that's my main income and going back to an auto broker, being an auto broker. I've been doing that since I was 14 years old. I used to go with my godmother to buy her Hondas. Uh, Cause she knew what she was doing. She was, she's a head accountant still for Cintas off working the road. And uh, she buy would buy still to this day, buys her Hondas from uh Gaudi Honda out in Alhambra. So she knew how to do all the numbers and stuff. So I used to watch that. And I started going with my mom, which is her sister, to buy cars, you know, as my mom started coming up in the world, you know? Yeah. So I've just turned those into to businesses that now that, that that's my income. Those are my two main gigs that I do that keep me afloat, you know? So uh i do all my own marketing i do all my own everything it's just a one-man thing sometimes i have a few guys washing doing washing cars for me but other than that it's just a small business and i kind of like it that way because i don't make much but whatever little much i a little bit i do it kind of all comes to me you know <laughs> now, hey man, that's better than working for the man. I mean, I I work for the man. You work for the man. Like, yeah. Sometimes you you you're there and you you get this order. Like, so I, I'm a salesman. I get an order, and you know we're making ten thousand dollars on it, and I'm getting five hundred dollars in commission or whatever it is. You know, it's like, well, fuck, like. You're where's not getting the, the big portion. Where's the, the rest going? You yeah. know, but I understand there's cost and blah 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 and all this other stuff that come along with it. But it'd be nice if you were the owner of the company and you were getting three thousand dollars of it. The larger chunk. Yeah, you get the bigger yeah. portion, you know. But see, like, okay, so but where it gets crazy though, like, see, like, for you, I guess the you're I get I mean you would you're on a fixed income because you know what you're going to get every week, every month, and your costs of living and so on and so forth. Yeah. Now, what's different for me is I'll go all the way to Colorado just for a gig. You know what I mean? Or a yeah. couple of gigs. My sister's in the army and I line up five or 10 of her army soldiers and I go out there, stay out, stay out with my sister for a week and trade for room and board. I wash her, her, her two cars, you know, hook her cars up and that's for trade for room and board to stay in my sister's basement. And then I, uh, go, go to work for a week, but I come home with all that money. But to some people that's like, well, you got to go out, you got to drive all the way to Colorado. You know what I mean? You're no, those, be gone that- for those people are pussies. Don't worry about them. Don't listen, gonna, don't, you know, don't listen to them, bro. Don't, no, listen to them. Yeah, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them because because when when you are at a point where you're able to have a second person on and pay them whatever twelve bucks an hour or whatever it is, and you're able okay. to fucking you know charge twenty five bucks an hour or whatever it is, and you're able to make money by not even being there. When you're at that level and you're able to have multiple people under you. You're gonna you're gonna throw them the big fucking middle fingers. So I I would say don't listen to anybody else. Just keep doing what the fuck you're doing and keep grinding it out because 
the truth is, uh, granted, we're not doing the same thing literally as far as uh, traveling like that, but we do this podcast every week. Nobody, we don't know who listens and who doesn't, but we're just going to keep doing it. Like, to us, that's the grind. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to keep doing that. Like, don't listen to fucking people. Keep doing that, bro. I'll take it a step further than that. I mean, Rich, I, that was a pretty big step. It is, but and I'm not, I'm not discounting or disagreeing with the idea that look, I'm going to grow the company and bring somebody else on. I'll take it in a different direction and say, look, if Dave's happy doing this for a week in Colorado and then doing it yeah, for three weeks in Eureka and then a week here and and living the life that he wants. In all honesty, regardless of whether you expand that business or not, the people who are going to talk shit to you are those that aren't as happy. If you're happy going, let's let's just you're call right. it you're meandering. Right. That's what matters. You go here, you go there, and it's like I live a nomadic life. There are plenty of people who, and I'm, I'm not saying that I'm trapped, but... I have a son who I share time with. I yeah, can't you're, pick you're, up and you're limited, go. You're limited on the things that you can necessarily do. Like if you wanted to leave for the weekend. If you, I wanted you to have, start you, a company you, in New York, it would separate, cost me. Yeah, you have to, Yeah, it's cost you time with your son or it would cost you a job. Exactly. So, One or the other. So, and, and I'm not saying I'm trapped, but there are a lot of people who are going to try and downplay the fact that Oh, you're just you just own a, a car washing business, but the truth is is they probably would love to live a more nimble life but they themselves have so, made choices where they can't so I, I you know with what i do for a living i make pretty good money you know what i mean um but sometimes the freedom of what you have intrigues me so it's like at some point i'm gonna want to go that route now i don't know when i don't know if that's today tomorrow a year from now three years from now, i don't i don't know but that's definitely something that i'm gonna want to gear towards so i i go ahead go ahead no no go ahead I've got asked by a few a few clients, and they they think when they think that it's leisure living, it's never leisure living. Everything that I do, my grandfather taught me this. Now, my grandmother, my grandfather, is you can create the life you don't need a vacation from. So everywhere I go, though, is I'm working. So even if it is like at these, you know Eureka or Colorado or wherever I am. I'm work. I'm doing something for work. Yeah, but you you're all. I mean? But you're also. To, you're also able to because, couple, couple that and and have a somewhat but, of a vacation though. But how I do this is because I'm on a very. I make very very little income, and this is again what my grandfather taught me is. It's all about who you know, and you don't burn bridges along the way. So hence, is you don't need to be that doctor. Just know one good doctor because that day you may need him for whatever reason. But don't burn the bridges along the way, as in get, taking favors and favors and favors, because there may be that one, that one day you need, actually need that doctor friend. So my life I've created is I know all these people, and when I go to these places, it's a trade for my service. You know? Yeah. So it's like so then it's like yeah, I want to be in, I want to go to Palm Springs and I want to be in Palm Springs, but financially, does he really can he afford that? I can't afford that. You don't want to be so in Palm Springs right now. It's too fucking hot. Well, it was 114 today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but hey, real quick though, I had a, a philosophizer that used to work with me. Her name was Dolores Bishop. Shout out Dolores. She's been in our industry longer than I've been alive. Um, yeah. And she used to tell me, it's not who you know, it's who you blow. 
And I was like, okay, well, then I guess, therefore, I'm not going to move up in this industry. Cause I don't I'm know. Not- You've moved up quite a bit. <laughs> You're right. I moved up pretty quick. So maybe maybe I had to smucker, uh, pucker my lips a little bit. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes whatever works, man. Yeah, you do what you got to do, right? Dave, I have a... I- yeah, literally. You don't sell the soul. Not anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, oh, you know what? Hold on. I'm sorry. So there was one thing you were talking about, about like sacrifice or you didn't say this but you said like because you you sacrifice your time you know you you travel you do what you got to do so when i was younger when i was 18 to like 24 ish i used to sell phones i don't know if you remember this or not you might have moved the right way so So i i used to i used to work for t-mobile at&t fucking um singular at the time anyway um and there was a lot there, yeah there was a lot of weekends because I, I i worked retail so i worked at the mall um you know weekends fucking long hours and i was making great money for an 18 19 20 year old and i missed a lot of fucking orgies well i mean the orgies of one Party? Uh, yeah a lot of vacations a lot of things that my friends were doing they were going to big bear for the weekend palm springs vegas uh, Laughlin, whatever it was. And I missed them because I was like, I can't, I, I'm working this weekend. They're like, come on, you can take the weekend off. And I'm like, no, the weekends are where I make my money. Like that's, no, I'm not going to do that. And I don't regret it. Like now granted, I got to a point where I realized my time with my friends was more important. So therefore I've re-strategized my career path and that's how I'm in the industry that I'm in now. But like I was willing to lose that time to make that money because I grew up very similar as far as what you're saying. I don't want to call it a broken home. I mean, maybe I guess by definition, my, my, yeah, by definition, that's what it was. But like, you know, I did what I had to do to make my money, and I I did what I had to do to to take care of myself. And you know, I don't regret any of that. I think that 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 taught me a lot. I mean, that taught me a lot in life. That even in my industry right now, like I talk about certain things, and people are just like. Why do you think like that? This, this, and that. I'm like, dude, that's a fuck. Like, that's a sale. Like, that's that's a kind of like down and dirty sales job that I did. Like, that's the reason why I think like that. And they just they just don't have that same mindset, which is fine. I don't care. But like to me, that's a, a one up on them. But um, yeah, man. Don't I, you do, go ahead. Don't you DJ or, or also? Yeah, dude, man. I DJ. I fucking I I buy and sell. Uh, Sports tickets. I sell myself. Apparently, is that what you're gonna say, Kevin? Turn tricks. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, I, I I I fucking buy stuff. Uh-oh. I buy stuff at like Ross and Marshalls and sell it on eBay. Um, dude, I'll buy stuff on like OfferUp and like. Re- I'm just always about like that extra extra cash, unless the government's listening because I claim it all. Um, yeah, it's not extra when it shows up <laughs> on your taxes under a legitimate line item. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. Right. I. I Sometimes you got to do all kinds of little things. Like, this is what I say. Like, it's cool. Some people are about, they need the thousands or the Benjamins all at once. I'm cool with a bunch of 20s because you know what? Those 20s add up to hundreds. And I'm cool with a few hundreds because those hundreds will add up to thousands. I don't need all thousands at one time, you know? Yeah. To each his own. I'm I'm not against it, you know? But it's, yeah, it doesn't really. But uh, go back to what Kevin was saying, like, your happiness is key. Like, I think that's that's key in a lot of things. People were in relationships, um, work, family. Like, as long as you're happy, like, it, it shouldn't matter. You know, when you were talking about your, your grandmother's death, like, 
it brought me back to when my grandfather passed away, right? And right. so my grand my grandma had passed away a couple of years before him, and he like that that those two people kind of kept a lot of our family together. Meaning like events that they would have, whether it was birthday parties, uh, you know, obviously like Christmas, Thanksgiving, things like that. Um, people would go to their house and hang out, but you never realized once they were gone, you never see them again because they were the people that kind of kept it in line or whatever. And, you know, now that he's gone, I'm not saying that I, I feel any different about these kind of people, but I remember when my, my grandfather passed away, I looked around at, his, at, you know, they go to the little, uh, when you eat after, what is it? The fucking, um, wake. The like wakes what? before the funeral. You mean after? After, right? after, yeah. After, after they buried him. The party. Is it the party? Come on, Dick. It is. Right. There was. There was. Hey. Hey. There was. There was beer and there was fried chicken. So it was a fucking party. Yeah. Right. Um. I remember looking around and I. I, I have a cousin that's that's on that side. I, I call him my favorite cousin, and I looked at him. I said, "This is the last time I'm going to see ninety-five percent of these people." And it's been true to this day. Yep. It's the last time I've seen them. And I don't feel bad about that because the truth is, in in my life, my friends are more important than some of my family members. And that's no slight on my family members. It's just that these people have been there for the thick and thin, the bullshit, the good times, the great times, the shitty times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just been there. And just because you're family doesn't mean that. I've never bought blood is thicker than water. I, I, well, I don't know. I haven't chemically checked it, but um, it depends on where you live too. If like you, if, if Dave, if you keep going to Colorado and spending time, your blood just gets thicker there. I thought it gets thinner because of the. No, it gets thicker. There's more red blood cells to carry. Yeah, but see, I don't. I don't have a good relationship with my family. My my people, like my spiritual people and my clients. Like right now, I'm going into I'm going through transition, moving up to Northern California. So I haven't had a place of my own for three weeks now. But I stay. I'm staying with. I stay with clients. You know what I mean. I would never even dare ask my family because it's just weird like that. You know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. They not, judge you. Not, yeah, that or you gotta. You know, owe them. You have to write, sign a fucking lease with you with blood. You know what I mean. <laughs> Can you elaborate more, Dave, on who your spiritual people are? So. They're all over. We're all connected because we're all brothers and sisters. But Did Richard and I become your spiritual connection people because we're doing a podcast together? Can you? What was that? Are, are, are the three of us spiritually connected now because we did a podcast together? It will, well, let's see. How do you guys feel? Doing an interview with me. Is it okay? Does anybody feel nervous or anything or anxiety? Anxiety doesn't doesn't exist. That's only when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. So no. then you get nervous. Uh, honestly, like for me, um, I actually was going to tell you before we even started this. Like, I apologize that we didn't get a meetup when I was in San Diego. Um, just because, like, I don't. I, I, I like to see people that I went to high school with and just kind of like catch up on. The, I like not because like I. I I want to know and I want to tell other people or be like fucking, you know, Mr. Mr. Know-it-all or whatever. Right. I just, I just like to hear like people are doing good, man. Like I, you know, I, I see things on Facebook and, of uh, you know, certain people that are maybe like doctors or lawyers or whatever. Like to me, I never that, that. that's dope as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, like we made it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like 
there's there's a lot of us that didn't too, you know. But you know, I yeah, don't. But, go ahead. What is what is made it to everybody's different, and I learned that because I was true, like, I was true, a, true, true. I was a judgmental before, you know what I mean. I wasn't the nicest guy. I wasn't this nice guy. I used to be kind of mean to people, you know. I don't remember that. But I'm kind of mean to people now. <laughs> although I although I don't know if she's still on right now. I think you were next to Julie Cordona when she kneed me in the balls, but I deserved it. What'd you do? I probably I like, grabbed your tit or something, and I think she just kneed me in the balls. And I think I remember David laughing at me. <laughs> Dave, do you remember laughing at Richard for getting kneed in the balls when he copped a feel on the chair? Do you Pro- understand that? Probably. Hey, dude, it's Back cool. in the day, you could you took a knee to the balls and that was justice. Nowadays, you'd have to register every... Like, you're selling this... Well, I was, a, I was like a sixth or seventh grader. Yeah, so but you'd I don't still have to register. Have to register. No, you're good. Yep. You're good. I'm just saying. Like, I, I did a lot of stupid shit when I was younger, so... It happens. I, you know, I feel bad about people that are, like, in the limelight now that have to deal with the social media. I'm so glad we grew up when we grew up because... If that was around when I was a kid, I I'd probably have to register honestly because mm-hmm. I did a lot of stupid shit. You do a lot of stupid shit now. Yeah, but I asked them first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, hey, the, the first step is the freaking accepting it, right? And you said, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I I accept a lot of the shitty things that go on in my life. It is what it is. Um, but hey, we're running up against the clock. The clock. Uh, the what? The clack. The what? We're running up against the, the what? Let's uh, let's do twenty one questions for, with him. We didn't do it with fucking silent just because we forgot. Yeah, we were. We, Remember, I well, told no, you he we, dropped we, off. We, we got it. We got to cut it off at fifty at uh, at a minute. I'm sorry, at sixty minutes. I'm buzz. Jesus Christ, you were way all over the place. Yeah, yeah. But wait, you guys just started this podcast, huh? Yeah, we started a year and a half ago, man. Oh. But you're active. You're at. You've been active every week. Every, every every week except for one. Yep. For the last year and a half. You sure bitched nice. out on that one, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, Dave. Here's the deal. We played 21 questions with most of our guests. We missed one last week because he hung up on us. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't. I'm just them. kidding. No, we're just kidding, Salamist. Kalu. Um, <laughs> we're gonna ask you 21 questions. We're gonna run through them quick. Answer. Answer the best of your ability. Best of your ability. First thing that comes to mind. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay, Dave, do you want kids? No. Do you enjoy anal? No. Have you ever sharded? Yes. That happens. Yeah, all of us have. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Favorite fast food place? What was that? What's your favorite fast food place? Oh, In and Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one. What's your biggest fear? Actually, none. Because when, when you when you fully have God and He's awoken in you, fear don't exist. What about spiders? No, nothing. Falling? What was that? What about falling? Nothing. Dude, when I walk down my stairs with my laundry, okay, I have so the biggest Kevin, fear in the world. <laughs> I feel like Kevin, I'm gonna eat shit. Kevin, right? That's me. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Okay, so I'm so fearful. Basically, the point of life where I'm at is I'm just waiting for to, for to go to the next level, which is reincarnation. So I just I'm waiting for death. I'm not suicidal, but like if I was to like start having a heart attack right now, I'm here with my friends. But if I was, they all know you let me die because that means it's my time. See, example. When people, if I was to be like, oh my gosh, call 911, please. 
you're only because why? Because that person is afraid they don't want to die. So it sounds like you're fearing to live. No, I've already lived. No, he shut you up. Yeah. Uh, question you sound, number you sound six. Like Thanos. Question number six. <laughs> What's your favorite chick flick? Uh, let's see. Okay, we'll probably just say like. Don't do it. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I, don't really watch, <laughs> I don't really watch TV. I mean, maybe white chicks or something. Okay. That's cool. That works. That'll work. Okay, yeah. What is your dream vacation destination? Humboldt County. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's the next or, place. Or, or, or Amsterdam. I'm actually going there this weekend. I'm going up to Weaverville this weekend. I leave Friday morning. Nice. I'll be up there for four days. Dave, what's your rental? Dave, what's your favorite drink? Ooh, kombucha. Ooh, I don't know what that is. I'm going to we'll have to that. Google it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, do you dream in color? All right. Are you ready for this one too, real quick? So once I'm a, once you've already become awakened, I am conscious. I, I'm not in the unconscious world, so I don't really. I no longer really. I don't dream oh, anymore. Chicken or steak? Ah, a piece of steak if you're going to do it. Soup or salad? Soup. What's your favorite position? Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really do that stuff anymore, so none. Meditating? You could say, you, what's, you, you what's, say CEO. Yeah, you could say owner. There you go. Dave, would you rather yeah. would you rather fart in an elevator or fall in public? Fart in an elevator. Yeah, you're disgusting, man. You're gonna fuck up the <laughs> elevator for everybody. Disney. I was in one today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland or California Adventures? Uh, Disneyland. Do you prefer shaved or all natural? I don't know. I think you're a natural bean, bro. Yeah, yeah, all natural. <laughs> I have to go with that. There's um, no modern world. With the playing word association, what comes to mind when I say masturbate? A form of a male or female touching their genitals. That's the definition. I would have said today. Would you, <laughs> Dave, would you rather outgrow your genes or go bald? Er, balder. Well, so we don't. Know, we don't know if he's bald by choice or yeah, by. No, yeah. no, no, no. I am bald since twenty-one. And okay, you ready for this? So again, going on the spiritual path, you have no. The, the body's just uh, exterior. So if you were to talk to me while about up until twenty seventeen, when my grandmother died, when I did the transition, I used to always wear a ball cap, always. Only to bed. Even if I had sexy time in the bed, sometimes I would even try to keep that on. That's how insecure I was. But then now I've embraced it. And now I think I get even way more attention with the bald head. <laughs> you have to have a nice head, though. Talk to Kevin. Because yeah, if I shaved my head, bro, I'd look like a fucking damn watermelon. <laughs> the 7-Eleven guy yeah. would be putting hot dogs in the rolls. Yeah, dude. It'd be terrible. <laughs> it'd be fucking bad. Hey, Dave, would you rather have? Yeah. would you rather barf or get the squirts? Barf or what? Get the squirts. 
Uh, probably barf and just get it over with, right? Yeah, that's you like, don't know. It might be more than one. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Shitty job or shitty relationship? A shitty relationship because if you got a good job, you can escape. Yeah, you, buy, you, 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 you can get a better buy, relationship. You can buy, <laughs> you, you can buy yeah, you can, you can buy a hooker or a buyer. You can buy whatever you're missing at home, you know? <laughs> Last question for you, Dave. You have to give up one of these for a year. Would you give up your phone, sex, or bathing? What was the last one? You have to give up one of these items for a year. Would you give up your phone, sex, or bathing? My phone. I haven't had I haven't had sex in two years. What? We could spend an hour just on that conversation. Yeah. Uh, Dave, yeah. we're running up against I a think. hard stop for you here. We we do kind of want to have you back on. I'd like to hear about that whole sex aspect of it. Yeah, we'll have to schedule yeah, that again, man. But uh, for all of our listeners, if you want to reach out to Dave, he's at Perfectionist Dave Rocha, and that is his uh, mobile detailing service. We appreciate you coming on today, Dave. Thank you so much, and we will certainly have you back. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good evening, okay? Thanks. Right, Dave, Take care. Go, we'll be right back for all our listeners. Just give us a minute for have a break. Thank you, everybody, for hanging in there with us while we paid some bills. We just got done interviewing a uh, a different viewpoint, something that, uh, you know, Richard and I really, I wouldn't say that it is our go-to stance in life. Would you? Elaborate. It, it's just spiritually from a viewpoint that I didn't grow up with. Did you? No. Um, Although I I can say that I obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but I did grow up with God or, 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 you know, being Catholic in the household, but we didn't go to church every weekend or every Sunday or It was Christmas and Easter like everybody else. Not even that, dude. (laughs) Not even that, bro. I just Uh, think that like, not to look down on religion, but... I kind of felt like I made my own fate as far as. Um, you think that you're that good that you can just get no, your way to heaven? N- I honestly, I don't even know if, if there, if there, okay, if there was a heaven and a hell, mm-hmm. I would honestly say that with what I've done in my life, there's more of a chance of me going to hell than <laughs> heaven. Hey, dude. That's and authentic. I, and I don't give a fuck. Like, someone could do way worse than me, and just because they decided they want to reborn them you know be reborn and and give themselves to like god and now they're a speaker of god makes them more of a right to go to heaven okay so be it but and we're not specifically talking about our our guest in our last segment no 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 i'm this talking is just I, i'm more ta- i'm more talking about just in general people that have done some really i mean i have some family members that have done some really really shitty things mm. and now they're you know, reborn the vac- the victory outreach people. Yes, yeah, we and, talked about them last and, week. Didn't and we? and so they're just gonna get into heaven, like because they decided to give their life to God. Like we should have them on. I mean, we should have them on. Sure. And just see. It does. It to me, it's one of those things where I feel like I kind of take care of my own destiny. Whatever work I put in, 
and and you know what? At the end of whatever fucking marathon that I'm running, and if the day that I'm dead, if I decide to go to heaven, cool. Like I don't feel like I've done anything that bad, but according to the the book, mm-hmm. I should be in hell. Which book? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Kevin asking the hard-hitting questions. If you didn't listen to our previous the segment. The Bible? If you didn't check out our previous segment, we are on uh, iTunes, the I Meant It podcast. Uh, check no, out. On iTunes, we're, if I said it, I meant it. We're oh. only I Meant It on God, Twitter and Instagram. This is Instagram. confusing as well. Well, it's because somebody fucking decided to take that shit on Instagram. Okay. Assholes. All right. Why didn't we match iTunes with what our Instagram is. I don't know. Should have talked to your producer. Where is producer Rick? Anyway, if you didn't listen uh, live, check out Perfectionist Dave Rocha. Yeah, shout out Dave for coming on, dude. That was dope. You can find him on Instagram. uh, If you are in his area, I guess, and need your car detailed, Perfectionist. He'll travel. He will. You know what I liked? Has Bucket will travel. You know what I liked about the conversation we had with him? Is that you, I mean, both of us, I guess, ha, like asked him questions that kind of contradicted how he felt. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I'm open-minded to that. I didn't think about that in the moment. Yeah. But maybe maybe we made him feel a certain way. Maybe we didn't. But I, I think that like that was a very constructive uh, conversation that most people are willing to have because just because you and I disagree on something doesn't mean that we need to argue about it, you know? And in his, in his case, like he didn't maybe necessarily agree with our premise on certain things, but like, we didn't need to argue about it. Like we didn't yell. Like he gave his point, we gave our point and you know, you move on from there. Your anti-Semitic rant that you went on was pretty bad, but if you didn't hear it, check it out, listen to us. (laughs) Um, And if you need, uh, check him out on Instagram, perfectionist Dave Rocha. Uh, all one word, and if you can't spell perfectionist, look it up. And if you can't spell Dave, look that one up, and Rocha as well. Look them up and then put all three together. I liked what he said. When to, uh, one of the things he, he commented or mentioned was, and I'm going to quote him on this one, you can create the life you don't need vacation from. And I thought that was interesting. It was poignant. It stood out to me. It's true because like with with. Both of us were in a corporate atmosphere almost mm-hmm. where we work for those vacation days. And for somebody that doesn't have to necessarily ask for those days off because they're able to travel because of work, I mean, that makes life yeah. kind what, of a lot easier in a lot of that, cases. What's that saying? Do something you love and you never work yeah. a day in your life. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, um, but apparently I wasn't um, fit for the job when I became a porn star. That's not true. You have a solid Ron Jeremy body. What you don't have is... Yeah, a, I don't have the shaft. Shaft! You don't have a photogenic penis. Yeah. Hey, Marco's on right now. I don't know if he's listening, but God damn it, dude. You need to fucking go on the Kill Tony podcast. They call names. They give you a minute to fucking... I'm tired of motivating my friends. I swear to you. I guarantee you if fucking Marco went on that podcast... and So let me get, let me paint the picture for you. Kevin. Paint the picture. Paint by numbers. Go so, so Tony Hinchcliffe, he's a fucking comedian. He's like a very, very, very good comedian. He does a podcast once or once every month or two months at um, the comedy store in LA. Oh, okay. Or yeah. Hollywood. And when you get there, you sign up if you're a comedian and you put your name in a, and, and they put it in a hat or a bucket or whatever, right? And then 
they pick a name out and they pick out like 30 names throughout the night hmm. and they give you one minute to do your set. They do give you one minute to do a set. They'll critique you. They'll talk shit to you. They'll make funny. They'll ask you questions about you. Wonder how long you've been doing it, dude. And it's live and they show it on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. And I fucking been telling Marco, we need to fucking go on that. But you know what? I'm tired. I, I'm. I'm not gonna fucking motivate my friends doing. He anything said, that they uh, if you text him the info, he'll do it. Oh, I'm sorry. I fucking end. gave you the information. Already. Do I need to fucking walk? Do you want? You want me to drive you there too? Here's what I think. Get the fuck out of here. Here's what I think. I think. Text me the info. I think Marco should put up a hundred bucks. I think I gave him the info. Wait, wait, wait. I think Marco should put up a hundred bucks. I think you should put up a hundred bucks. I'm not gonna put anything up. Text him the info, and then before month ends, he's got to do it. If he doesn't, you get. A hundred bucks. Only reason why I'm fucking trying to motivate motivate him to do this because I think he's that good to where he can be at some point a professional comedian. Mm. But if he's not going to do it, yeah, then I don't give a fuck. But I see things like this, like, and I want to push them in that direction. I told Jamario the same thing because I think Jamario's funny too. If they go there and they can fucking get on for one minute, they just got to condense their sets to a one minute set. And some of the comedians that they have up there are terrible. Yeah. But you know what? They and give Marco them- could be one of those. Nah, I don't think so, man. So, on the lines I of... I think Marco's good at what he does, man. On the lines of doing what you're good at, I think you'll like and dislike this story. Um, I already dislike it. If it's, Is it from you? Yeah. I hate it. Oh. So, I, I don't like to buy shoes. In fact... Yeah, you didn't buy shoes. You bought two pairs and you said they were going to last you 10 years. And they did. Did they? So That's terrible. So when Twink used to coach for El Rancho, he got a free set of of Nikes. They blew out like a month ago. It had to have been 10 years that I made that one pair of Nikes last. Anyway, so because I stand at work, a lot of people think it's weird that I'll wear like a suit with Nikes or a suit with Under Armour shoes. But you're standing all day long. Like it's yeah, who cares? It's just better with your feet, you know? Um, so I had a pair of Nikes. I showed them to you. You're like, oh, I have the like six of those same pair in three in different colors. Well, I went to go buy a new pair hey, of shoes. Hey, real quick, happy day happy B Day Rick. Apparently it's uh, Which Rick? Coco's Rick. Oh yeah. Hashtag no co. That's my new thing. Noco? She said, hashtag Coco. I said, hashtag Noco. So I went to go buy a new pair of like work shoes. Okay. Um, about a, eh, maybe a month ago, I took RJ into this little shoe place and I was going to get him new shoes. Little Paisa dude comes back and he's like, what can I help you with? I say, I'm here Did to he get say, him. If he's Paisa, he didn't say it like that. I, I, I don't want to do the accent. That's racist. I'll leave the racist things to you. You sir. said he's a Paisa. That's pretty racist, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, this fool's hustling, right? He's like, what kind of shoes can I get him? What size is he? Put your shoe. Taking care of RJ. Give me yeah. your foot. Okay, he, boom. He, yeah, because he's he fucking is a worker, bro. Okay, that's fine. He's not trying to go back in the field. That may be. <laughs> he's in a nice air-conditioned shoe store. Doesn't yeah. want to pick. I get it. Probably probably gets commission. You don't know. Probably. So he's hustling. He's got RJ a pair of shoes in like three minutes, right? Then he's telling me, what kind of shoes do you need? I was like, well. Upselling. I don't need shoes, but 
let me check out just your prices. So I'm looking. He's like, I'll get you these. You want flip flops? I got. And of so he's trying you to want sell flip flops. Yeah, I thought that was a little racist, like trying to sell the Asian dude flip flops. And I think he was a little too pushy because at some point he kind of got annoying. Like, I'm going to buy him next paycheck. I'm not going to worry about him right now. I'm not going to buy him right now. I'm not going to buy my shoes right now. Like, after I tell you a few times, now you're just, and this is just me as the consumer. Now you're just annoying me. Did you still buy the RJ shoes? Of course I bought RJ shoes. So then it wasn't annoying. It nope. wasn't annoying enough. Um, what I'm saying is he already got the original sale. So yes, that's correct. All that matters. Yes, correct. He did. So he, all he was trying to do was push you for the larger for sale. For the up sale. So because you kept saying no and it was annoying to you, it doesn't really matter because he still got what You're he right. needed. But for me. It was a win. I mean, he got exactly. He got. I didn't spend any more than I was planning to. And I didn't spend any less. If that's a win for him, he won. It is. I was kind of annoyed because I'm, at some point I'm like, I've already told you no. Like, I already told you no. But I'm a nice person. I kept answering questions, which kept him pushing for more shoes. Anyway, last week I go in and I'm, I'm ready to buy my shoes because... Same guy or no? Mine are wearing out. I walk in, that dude's not there. Had he been there, I'd have gone to him. But he wasn't there. So already I was apprehensive because I kind of felt like the hustler paisa dude was my guy. He was my shoe guy. Since I don't buy shoes regularly, that's my shoe guy. I agree. I buy boots and I buy chunkless. I go in and I'm expecting this chubby little paisa girl to come up and ask me what I need to help with. She didn't. So I walk up and down the aisle, like back and forth. Is it because she can get up, up, up off her chair? or No, she was standing there. I, I, I just, I'm getting to that. So I go up and down the aisle a few times. I look at all the shoes by myself. Well, with RJ, but, you know. Yeah, by yourself. No, nobody helping me. I finally determine I want this pair of shoes. So I'm looking, and now I'm looking for my size. Three small. I don't see them. Hmm. Finally, she comes over. Oh, can I help you with something? And I I'm say. Sure, I'm sure it didn't sound like that, but okay. I'll let I'll leave the racism to you, sir. Yeah, that's fine. So the chubby paisa girl asked me what <laughs> she can help me. I'll with. leave the racism to you, the chubby paisa girl. And I say, well, at this point, I I, I just need to find my size shoe. And she says, oh, so we're looking, and she finally helps. And I do that with quotations, air quotations, air quotations. We can't find my size. So she goes, oh, let me check if we have them in stock. So she takes the box. A box. I don't even know if they were the correct shoe because she didn't ask me which ones I wanted because I need all black. So they kind of hide because while nobody gives a shit that I wear walking or running or. Yeah, I understand. You need to be like, all, I want yeah. them to be down low. You I know what it, I mean? I, I wear it, them I with it. a suit. She just grabbed a box. The ones next to the all black had white on them, and the other ones had like some red and blue mixed. And she so thought it's you like, were going to sell them. That's what it was. Maybe, possibly. What, what, what story are you at? Shoe City? I don't know. What's I, the one by Five Points? You remember? Yeah, Shoe City. Is it Shoe City? Yeah. So yeah, she definitely thought you were going to sell them. So she takes them. She goes up to the front. And she comes back. Oh, no, we don't have them in stock. Sorry. And walks off. That was it? Like she didn't like offer you anything else? That was it, sir. She should be fired. That's what I thought. So I sat RJ down. And poor RJ. I feel sorry for my son. He now gets a... He's got to sit through dad lecture of sales for something he had zero control over. I said, son, 
She wasn't very helpful, was she? No, Daddy. You know what I would have done? Is there another type of shoe? What are you specifically looking for? Because I've got a bunch of stuff that is going to meet your needs. This is the one you like the best? Cool. Can I get your name, your number, when they come in stock? I'm going to get more on this date. Let me give you a call. We'll ship them I'll to your house. You. I, I don't know if they ship, but... They probably would have. I'm they sure might they, have. I'm sure if, they would have. If not, had I gotten a phone call three or four days later that said, hey, we got your shoes and come down and pick them up, I would have. It's close. I mean, if they're in the if they're in Riverside, no, but they're less than a mile from my house. Well, it's, a, it's a simple question: How close are you are you to here to where you can come pick these up? Even more basic than that: How else can I help? No, yeah, you're right. right? I mean, like, I'm, let's. I'm, I'm talking about the, that that conversation. We can get specific. I can mail them to you. But, I can't but, mail them. But, you but, could but back up, to but, the whole uh, your son thing about like he got lectured. On something that had nothing to do with him. Personally, I think that you learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, you really do. So, he might be way too young to ever remember this. But, it doesn't mean that you can't talk to him about it. Right. I don't think you did anything wrong. No, no. I, yeah. I truly believe that, in my case, I will not buy from somebody that's not willing to work for the sale. What I mean by that is I'm not going to walk into somewhere and be like, I want that shoe. I'm going to be like, can I see that shoe? I want to try it on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't fit this, that, whatever. Like if someone's not there to attempt to sell to me, I won't buy for them. Whether it's a car dealership, whether it's a fucking something we're talking about, like a, shoe salesman whether it's a realtor whether anything it doesn't fucking matter to me like you need to be wanting to sell to me mm-hmm. i will not buy from somebody that i think is a bad salesman mm-hmm. now my standards are a lot higher than most people mm-hmm. which is fine i don't give a fuck about that that's my standards and that's fine. and the but, bottom line but, it's your money like but do back, what you want but back it. to teaching about rj like he's way too young to know tips for sale like he's not writing this down like okay no no tips I mean, I, yeah even for that you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do with his life no like, yeah you're you, right I, I mean maybe you do may, maybe i have no idea what he's he's gonna at do the point of his life where like you have an idea of what he likes mm-hmm. but you really don't know what he's gonna do with his life so these little situations are gonna benefit him because in in the reality like even if people say they're not salesmen which a lot of people aren't. I'm not a salesman. I I, I tell you, people you, I'm a but consultant. But you do sales every yes, day. You do. I don't give a fuck who you are. You meet a girl. You want to convince them to be with you. You like them. I'm sorry. You have to like them first, obviously. Well. And then convince them to be with you. That's a sale. Mm-hmm. You fucking negotiate whatever. I don't know. Just there's a sale every day. You're, you're at work. And so-and-so's a bitch to everybody, but you try to figure out a way to make her not hate you mm-hmm. at work. That's a sale. Mm-hmm. Like, every day there's a sale. Everything you do is a sale. It's just a matter of how you implement it. So, in, in his case, I don't feel like you did anything wrong or anything like you... you, you no, I'd be you, surprised if someone said, like, Kevin, that was fucked up. I think I bored him. Oh, for sure. But, 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 but you could bore him with fucking... Hey... You know why it's important to clean your fucking room? Yeah. Like, you could bore him with a lot of things. Right, right, It doesn't right. matter. Like, 
he doesn't listen to you probably 75% of the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, but certainly. it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you don't <laughs> stop telling him that stuff. Right. It, well, and, and I think the problem is, is that when you, when you say you're in sales, it psychologically, you. it equates to a dollar. Mm-hmm. However, that's broken up. It equates to a dollar, which is why I've never really considered myself sales. Now, you know what I do for a living and it, truly would be classified as sales. But I don't. I classify it as a consultant because you have a problem. I have a solution. Yes, it does cost money, but I'm here to consult on how to fix your problem. You are a consultant. Are you sales? Yeah, you're sales. But I have a problem, Rich. I got a big, long pipe, and it needs a female end. Okay, I've got... A decent sized pipe that needs a female end. You're what we call a spaghetti pipe. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's the, the sizes that nobody wants. And it's oh, really thin. Yeah. And it's like spaghetti. And you can but do it's that. Pre- and it's, but it looks nice. And it's really thin. But it looks nice. I mean, people, some people want spaghetti pipe. Otherwise, they wouldn't make it. Yeah, it's not a big seller. Well, I didn't say it was a big seller. <clears throat> but it's a niche product. Anyway. Spaghetti pipe, but Kev. The, but... <laughs> Let's not let that catch on, please. That's <laughs> fucked up. But the truth is that somebody, even though they are just cutting through the bullshit and they're saying, I need to buy something from you, the truth is is they have a problem. You have a solution. You were there to consult them. Yeah, so back back to your thing about, about the, the shoe salesman, the girl at least. Yeah. Like, you're the right. bad by saw shoe. She should have fucking given mm-hmm. you every... But you know what? The truth is with what we do, or not what, what we do, but like the, it, the lifestyle we live in, like there's... There's like people that are just workers. They're yeah. just nine to fivers yeah. or whatever your hours are. They're just there to fucking work and that's it. Then there's like overachievers. Then there's people that are like actual like big thinkers. Like there's different categories and you need somebody from each category. And in, unfortunately, in your case, you met somebody that was literally just a worker. Yeah. They're just there to fucking do their job. Don't ask them to do any more. Don't ask them to do any less. They're just going to do their job, whatever's required of them, and it is what it is. Like, and and the truth is, is what I also tell RJ, and I tell him this a lot. Not just about this girl; it can be a waiter or a waitress, it can be the guy at McDonald's, whatever it is. I make sure to point him out that hey, the, this person, they just they don't try, and it doesn't take a lot of effort to separate yourself from those people. But I would also hope that you. Tell him that, like, just because it doesn't take a lot of effort, it's okay to be exceptional. Like, and and I make sure to point out, like, this guy was really good. Like, he was really nice, huh? Yeah, he talked to us, and and I th- and if you go back and listen to my Redneck Weekend podcast, I talked about the pizza guy that came in that I thought was going to murder us, but really just ended up being a friendly meth head pizza delivery guy. But the point is, is that he was. He asked us a few questions. Hey, where are you guys from? Obviously, we're not from around there because we're in a hotel. Yes. So where are you guys from? Small LA, talk, yeah. this and that. It makes a huge difference. Just that small talk. And that's, you know, I hope to instill that in my son is, look, it doesn't take much to separate yourself. Now, how much you want to separate from the bottom rung, that's up to you. But here's all it... With all due respect to you, and I know you're going to say bullshit. Bullshit. No, fuck that shit. You're wrong. You're not that great. You're right. At sales. 
the difference is how much more than the median, median, the middle, you try. And it doesn't take a lot to put yourself where you are, well, top of your like industry. Talking with Dave earlier, like uh, he's willing to travel, he's willing to mm-hmm. do things, and, and people are looking at him like you're crazy. And that's why I applauded him for that. I was like, yeah. look at like those kinds of th- you're willing to do things that like are not ordinary to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 that's exceptional to me. Like we had a conversation one time and I told you I'm going on vacation. So I emailed a bunch of my clients and told them, Hey guys, I'm going to be out for a week. Here's who you can go to if you have a problem. And you said that you did that in your at a company, and and it's not the one you work for now. But yeah, you're right. You I said, this. and people looked at you like nobody's ever done this. Ever. Why the hell would you tell your clients? And your client goes, "No one's ever told me they're going on vacation." While I look at it as normal, duh. Why wouldn't you? As simple as one small step. That's one little thing that you have to do to separate yourself from the pack. From a client point of view, that's a huge step because now think about every time he goes and emails Joe Blow, gets an out-of-office email that comes back, hey, I'm on vacation, don't bother me. Fuck, that was my guy for pussy flanges or what, what are they called? I don't know. In your uh, they're industry. called Kevin flanges. Kevin which flanges. Is equal to pussy equal, flanges. Equal to pussy flanges. Um, man, this motherfucker didn't even tell me he was going on vacation. Like, who do? Okay, now I got to read through this out-of-office email to figure out who I call to get Richard Flanders, and, and the hope, extra large and, and, and ones. And hoping that you even put the right information. Right, in exactly. Time. Whereas just an email says, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to be out. Here's who you can contact. That's who I'm going to go to. So I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not trying to preach or give a lesson, but. No, you're not. You're not preaching. Don't worry about that. The, the, the truth is like, even with shoe sales, you know where I bought my shoes? Amazon. <laughs> they were basically the same price. They'll arrive tomorrow. I already knew what they were called. I know what size I need. I went home and was like, fuck it. Like, if you ain't even going to try. That's the thing with uh, consumer sales now is like, we're not going, we're not buying from retail stores anymore. We're buying from fucking online stores. But I blame the people. No, you're right. And the price. And and you know what? 50-50. Because you go to a retail store and it's, you look at the price and you go, fuck, damn. uh, I can get it cheaper on Amazon. If it's, a huge difference. I'm gonna go home. It's convenience, man. We're in a convenience world now. Oh yeah, I, I'll that, pay for and, convenience. And that's though. what I realized with my industry. It's convenience. If they'd have had it, and I could have walked out, I'd have paid five dollars more than I would have if I'd have gone on Amazon and waited two days. Maybe it, no, just, uh, it just depends on 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 what your threshold depends on, on the situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the difference. Okay, so let's end this. Let's end our our podcast with this. So for those of you that I guess have not been alive the last couple days um justin bieber tweeted (laughs) to mr tom cruise asking him to fight him in the ufc fucking octagon and to try to figure out a way to set it up right so i don't want to really touch on that unless you want to talk about who you think will win the fight (sighs) tom cruise i think justin bieber would really because he's younger he's like fucking 20 years 30 years younger than him man strength bro I think Justin Bieber's at the age where he already has mad strength. It's possible. I think he is. Hey, okay. do you, are, are you afraid of your dad? Do you think now, in a fight? At this day? Let's say five years ago. No. Not I haven't been afraid of my dad 
No offense, Dad. Sorry. Since I was like 20, maybe. How old and, is Justin Bieber? But you gotta understand, my dad had a heart attack when he was 35. Oh, well, now, why you gotta be a dick like that? I'm not being a dick. I'm just saying I would knock him out. Not maybe with a fist, but like, I would take him down. Like, my dad had cancer. Oh, I, why you being like, a dick, bro? I, I, I know that I could take him out now, but <laughs> hey, in dad, my lo- 20s. Hey, dad, I love you, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, dad's. Oh, and it's coming up on Father's Day. Yeah, so. it is. Hey, so. <laughs> hey, dad's. I'm just saying. Sorry. If, if I were to ever fight with my dad. Prior to his heart attack, did you fear him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, for sure. But I was okay. like fucking 12. My dad had a heart attack when he was like 35. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was fine. young. Whatever, fine. Anyway, fine. so back to the whole Just Bieber thing, which I don't care about. I, I, I think that was funny. I think he was just trying to like. I'd like to see it though. I'd pay. I'd I, pay. I think I would too. I'd pay money. What celebrity would you want to fight? Betty White. Why? Because I know I would win. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. No I'd, canes or no canes? She can have a cane. I can take one solid whack from a cane. Like, come on. Like, we all remember the guy in like the 90s who fucked up in Indonesia and they caned him. Okay. I could take one cane. There have been so many rumors about Betty White dying. I think it'd be interesting to actually put her in the grave. Like, dude, Kevin was the one that actually killed her. Betty White. So you're the one that's gonna, you want to do the deed. I want to like now I can put an end to all of it. Like Betty White's dead. Kevin fought her. Kevin killed Betty White. All right. So mine <laughs> may may not be as uh, as mainstream as yours. Oh, okay. So mine would be Doug Hutchinson. For those of you who don't know who he is, he's the guy that played Percy on the Green Mile. Oh, literally, he did such a fucking great oh, job in yeah. that movie. Okay, that yeah. and he dated a minor, so fuck him. And paid well, he did pay for her titties. I mean, before or after she was eighteen? Uh, does before. it matter? I don't uh, know. Parents signed off on it, so legally, it does matter. So, dude, this motherfucker uh, right, did though. such a great job in that movie. Yeah, when he stepped on that mouse, oh, I wanted to yeah. fucking, I wanted to find out where he lived, and I wanted to beat him up. <sighs> dude seriously i'm not somebody that like hates people very often but this guy right here fucking my blood was boiling when I, I watched that movie he was such a dick in that movie mm-hmm. he did such a great job but i get it makes you. me hate him it i makes get me you fucking hate him though i get you and you know what's funny is people are listening and they're going oh yeah no yeah richard fuck him up like get him in get him in the octagon that's a good one that's a good one because he you're right. I choke his ass out for sure. He's he's a creep in real life. Kind I'm of. talking about just the acting but part the, of it. But though. yeah, that role and then the the mouse was bad, and then not wetting the sponge. Yes, and, yeah. what a dick, right? Uh, you know what? I, I I have to. That one's a good one. That you got me on that one. No, I, I'm not saying I, I'm not trying to get you. Just, no, yeah, that's I've a talked good to one, Brody though. about this. I've talked to I've talked to a lot of people about this. He did such a great job in that movie. It made me fucking hate him. Yeah, I fucking hate this individual. That's why. I, but I, he did. But I I know it's acting. Like I know hats it's off acting. to you because you yes. were such a good actor. Yes, I'm that way with Reese Witherspoon. She was in a movie called Election, and I can't fucking stand her. I won't watch a movie. Why with her is it, in it everybody that you hate is a woman? That's not true. You just said uh, 
What the fuck's that old lady's name? I wanted to kill Betty White. That's not... I don't dislike her. I watch the Golden and Girls Reed, on a regular... Reed Witherspoon. Those are two girls. I didn't say I hated them. You wanted to beat them up, though. Nope. I said, you asked me who I wanted to fight in a ring. So that's... Uh, so you lose? So if you say... If I say... You're I'd not be afraid to lose to Reese Witherspoon. Yes. I would be afraid to lose. That's the only reason why she is not in Betty White's spot. Hey, Jim 2 says he hates Chinese. No, he's saying I hate Chinese. Yeah, but neither one of them is Chinese. I know, but he just, you the, just hate him. The problem is, is I can't name one Chinese actress or actor or there are none. What's that girl that's that was in uh, Kill Bill? Ling Pong. No. Ching Chong. No. Ding Dong. Close. What is her name? Lucy. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Lucy She might be Chinese. I don't know. Maybe. Ask dude. Jim if he's if he's so, related so to her. So pick a dude. Well, who would you want to fight? That's a dude. How about that? Who would I want to fight as a dude? <sighs> Lucy Liu is related uh, related to Jim too. There he, you go. Yeah, because it rhymes. Yep. All Asian people's names. Yeah, he rhyme. said, yeah, she's Chinese. Um. Oh God! Come who? on, bro. Somebody. Fucking, uh, how about? Oh, you know who I'd want to fuck up? <laughs> she said Jackie Chan will kick your ass. No, fuck yeah. Jackie Chan would kick both of our asses combined. Like, I'd grab him in his balls and try to squeeze him as hard as possible. You know who I'd want to fuck up is Courtney Kardashian. Why are you? Man. In, oh, you're talking about. Um, why, I was saying, why are we trying to fight girls? You asked me a guy. I'm coming up with a guy. Give me 30 Scott, seconds. Scott I don't even know. Dear Dear there you go. He's a douchebag. Like, I, I think I'd want to. I think I'd fight him in the ring. But it'd have to be a surprise thing because he's got the money to like hire a bunch of trained no, people. No, it, it, it's, it's literally like you're in a fucking octagon yeah, and yeah. He, has, he can't call anybody. It's just you and him. Right, exactly. I, I think I would go Scott. He seems like a fucking douche. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other like asshole guys. In the, um, um, Sugar Ray. Sugar the, the, the 90s. Leonard? No, not no, not. I didn't say the Leonard. Boxer? I, so, Mr. Sugar Ray Leonard. I did not say. I didn't say Leonard. Sugar Ray who? Sugar Ray the from the nineties. Oh, that, you're talking about the, the singer. The singer. He's <laughs> just got that douchebag look to him. Um, oh shit! That's see, funny. now you're starting to open up cans of worms. Like no, back I, in the day, when I Kevin think got I angry. think I would want to fight Joey Fatone just because I want to know who's fatter. Because he looks pretty fat, but I don't know. He, he might still be under my weight. You know who else? Um, the intern from The Office. Oh, the little fat guy with the with the, the glasses. No, 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 no. The one who was with Kelly Kapoor. Oh, oh. Uh, who went uh, went corporate and then... I can't think... Ryan. Ryan, there Ryan, you go. Yeah. And I liked him in, in Inglorious Bastards, but he was such a little bitch in The Office. Like... Well, yeah, that's his fucking... And it's his role. Yeah. D- d- come on. Like, it's his role. He did a good job being the, like, little shit Ryan, like, oh, man, listen, I did that. Talking himself up so big. You know who I want to uh, fight? Jonah Hill. Why? Because I think it'd be funny. Oh, uh, yeah, that I would, would be good. Him, would do sumo laugh. wrestle. Do yeah. sumo wrestle yeah. against Jonah I would, Hill. I would fuck that fool up, though. Let's be real. Hi, I'm trying to think of some of the other... Screw Ryan. Uh, that's what Mickey16 said. Mm. Fuck Ryan, right? 
He was a little bitch in the office. Like, hey, my neighbor Shao Nicole just joined. She's my neighbor. She, right is, she is right here. Right well, on. my neighbor for now until I yeah. decide to move. Well, and that's your home, not the studio. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, Dude. Uh, or how about, I mean, Seth Rogen. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, Dick. You're not getting in, the, in an octagon with Seth Rogen. I would fuck oh, Seth wait, Rogen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I would fuck Seth Rogen up. You're, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Joe Rogan. Sorry. No, <laughs> Joe Rogan would fuck me up. That's why I tried to stop Joe you Rogan from getting your ass kicked. That's up. why I tried to stop you from getting your ass kicked by Joe Rogan. Uh, he, right. He's Seth, like a kickboxer and shit. Why Seth Rogan? I don't know. Fuck him. Okay. Uh, Dave, something. No, not Dave. Dave so, Chappelle. Brian McBride. Dave McBride. Oh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. I would fuck him up too. Yeah. I think you would fuck up Danny McBride in his in his like Jew Jerry curl. Who else would I fucking fight? Uh, I, these are all comedians, obviously. Yeah, why do you hate funny? Because uh, I want to slap the taste out their mouth. Okay, so you know who I'd want to fight, but then I don't? Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh, that's a good one. Because he was such an asshole. To, in the Gladiator? In Gladiator. He was yeah. such a fun... But then he came back and was like in signs, and he was really good. And I and I I worry that I would get my ass kicked because he seems like he's somewhat in shape. Okay, I don't know the guy's name, but I'm gonna I'm gonna describe him to you. So he was in, um, oh god, I can't think of uh, the one with uh, Ben Affleck and um, where the guy did the fucking oh my god. You're thinking of um, I can't think of the fucking name. You're thinking of Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Okay, I would want to fight him. I'm not saying I'd beat him. But he's one of the friends. He's one of the was the, he in, the Boston friend with the curly hair. He was also in uh, Days of Confused. Oh, he was wait, in Days wait. Confused. Was he in Ocean's Eleven? No, As, no, okay. no, no. Oh my god, I'm a, I'm gonna look him up. Okay, now. while you're looking him up, can I give you mine? Yes, of course. Jim Two says you guys only want to fight pussies. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jim, give us your name. I thought of one. I'd fight Jim if I really needed to. Do you remember Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Do you remember the scene where the guy bitched out in saving his friend getting stabbed in the heart? He's the typer guy. He's he's there to to do the typing. I don't remember. Okay, so there's the <laughs> This one fucking hurts, dog. So the guy from um Chasing Amy He's been in a lot of movies. He's upstairs. The German comes up and they're fighting. And the guy with the, he's the typer. He writes the, the stories. Yeah. He's there in the, in the stairwell. He has a gun. All he has to do is go up and shoot the guy, the, the German, and save the fellow soldier's life. And he just gets scared and stays on he the chokes stairs. Up. And the, and he's, dying like and the guy's getting stabbed in the heart and he's just ah oh. we're gonna watch that movie i'm gonna show you the, i oh remember the movie God. yeah i mean i remember the movie i don't remember that part though that guy okay that guy i want to fight you should kill him i want to fight him right now so this is the guy i'm talking about oh yeah 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 he's yeah, the yeah. guy okay so he's also in he, he's in days of confused he's also in uh the breakup why don't you imdb it fool that's it yeah this is it dude well, what's his name Oh, um, Casey Cole Kenneth Hauser, not Casey Affleck, Jim. Two, it's it's Cole Casey Cole, Hauser. Cole Hauser, dude. He was in he was in the breakup. He's like the brother. Yeah. 
He's in Dates Confused. He's like the fucking, I don't know, lineman or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd beat him, but I, w- I would want to fight him to see, like, because I, I don't know how tall he is. Or Fuck anything. him, though. Oh, he's 6'1". So. Uh, you got leverage. I mean, whatever. I think you could take him to the ground. After think, that, that's on you. For sure. That's on you. For sure. Um, oh, now you got me fired up about saving Private Ryan. I'm, I, you know what? I'm more fired up about saving Ryan's privates. Uh, That's our friend Ryan, uh, RAP to him. Oh wait, no, he's he's still alive. He doesn't talk to us anymore. He doesn't. He's not on the show anymore. He used to listen at least. But <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening this week. We appreciate it. I had a good time, man. That was fun. It was. It I don't was. know what we talked about. I don't even know what to call this episode. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Saving Ryan's privates. We could. <laughs> Anyway, um, find us on uh, Instagram, I Meant It Podcast. On iTunes, if I said it, I meant it. And uh, uh, hit up David's, uh, Dave's fucking um, mobile service. Perfectionist Dave Rocha. He was a great part of the first half of this show. Jim, when are you going to come on the podcast next week, week after that? And everybody who's listening, actually, get your asses on here. It's interesting. It's not that serious. Yeah. No, I, I'm curious to know. Why the fuck you think you're so special that you should be breathing the same air as us? Peace. Later, guys.